0: Welcome to Love From Your Lads podcast with your fabulous hosts, Michael Lyon and Christian Newman. Strap in for the ride of your life. We will leave no stone unturned with topics ranging from hair transplants, throuples, cheating and Botox. Stay tuned. Love From Your Lads are keeping you up to date with all the latest. So I I have a son with two lovely ladies. Do I need to ask people before I take videos and photos and upload it to 35,000 people. I think what attracted us, us because I'm talking about my husband and myself and you, because we are a thruple. So um, is
1: a massage with a happy ending cheating? But I think hair transplants are a good topic at the moment. Anything that keeps you feeling good gorge, I'm on board with it. Feeling Botox, good. The hair transplant, the right. nanny, so you don't have to actually be a parent. <laughs> You're a bitch. We don't need to know someone's name or have a coffee with them to be able to move to second base these days. I do love how you've just said, let's stop talking about me and now you're launching into another story.
0: (laughs) George, shut up, bitch. Welcome to Love From Your Lads podcast with your fabulous hosts, Michael Lyon and Christian Newman. Gorge, oh my God, this has been like two years in the making. We've finally got here. Look at your beautiful face. Uh, okay, so there's so many things that we've got to talk about. I don't even know where to start. Gorge, how is your love life? How's the dating scene? I think we need to cover this in every single episode. We need a full rundown. What I'd love to hear as well is like a, a, a full on minute by minute update on the recent dates. How many dates have you been on lately? And did they end up? Gorge, the
1: most of my dates last about 30 seconds. They're in, they're out, and I just see the back of them. Totally. Uh, we don't need to know so, someone's name or have a coffee with them to be able uh, to move to second base <laughs> these
0: days. Same over here, babe. 30 seconds, all that does it. Mark, listen to the back of me and we're done. We're out. <laughs>
1: yeah, but yours is more like once a month and mine is once a week.
0: <laughs> Look, I'm not going to de- I'm not gonna deny it. It's accurate. You know, you know, much.
1: And straight to sex. This podcast <laughs> is going to be a hoot. <clears throat> I think no one wants to hear
0: us talk about ourselves, even though oh, it is our favourite subject.
1: <laughs> so...
0: <laughs> We're pretty much a married couple, you see. This is what happens. So Gorge, tell me uh about your hair transplant. <laughs> tell me the worst part of it and why I should not do it. Because girl ah, Well, Gorge, I can't think of any reasons why you should not do it. It's a bit rude. I know. Still, like, my hair's quite looking quite lush at the moment.
1: Oh. What yes. about the eight
0: hours in the operating theatre where you're face down and the floor's dirty and the surgery was pretty unhygienic? I mean that to me that was quite a a high reason not to do
1: it true but i think hair transplants are a good topic at the moment because as you would i don't know if you've heard sam, sam uh, smith has come out and said he had a hair transplant oh, really? this week
0: did you know that yeah. yeah and his name's you can't say he, they he's all about the they. pronouns yeah i'm still coming to myself it's really hard um so they have come out this week yeah didn't know that. He said they've
1: had a hair transplant. Yeah, just to be able to make it more of a uh, a common thing that people feel less ashamed about. So I'm all for the hair transplant. Honey, we've I mean, been be this for years. A bit of, like, we're I know so a good that. Game. I know, I'm all about it. Anything that keeps you feeling good, Gorge, I'm on board with it. Feeling Botox, good. Botox, hair transplant. Same, same. The nanny, so you don't have to actually be a parent.
0: <laughs> You're a bitch. Gorge, it keeps me feeling good and looking young, although... Jesus Christ. I don't know what's going on here. Um, I do need a wee Botox top up. It's funny how people think that this all this stuff's vanity. Like on Instagram, I talk about going to get Botox and people, some people, like the bloody Karens and Susans of the world are like, I can't believe you're so bothered about vanity. I'm like, honey, what's it got to do with you? If it makes me feel good uh, and I'm happier, I can be more fabulous, then I'm all about it. And I don't know why people worry about what other people do. Anywho, well, that's another subject.
1: That's true, Gorge, But everyone is entitled to their own opinion, so no. maybe don't worry about the Karens, and you just do you. George, no. So how Gorge. about how about we kick off uh, with 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 um, me asking you three questions about you? Okay, I'm ready. Which will really pertain back to me. Good.
0: <laughs> it's how we like to run these sessions because it's all about us individually.
1: And then- <laughs> so George, um, what do you what do you think is uh what do you think is the, the number one thing that attracted us to one another
0: at the beginning of it? beginning of time gorge there was nothing that attracted me to you you were just really <laughs> you were just really persistent like i actually couldn't shake you yeah i'm sorry but <laughs> it was just <laughs> persistence and you're really stuck now i can't get rid of you or is it the other way around now i feel like it's now it's kind of the other way around
1: mm. Mm. maybe um okay no, gorge, so, so- no, honestly
0: honestly i think what attracted us us because i'm talking about my husband and myself and you because we are a thruple um probably another courier package i would say it's oh
1: god what have you got today Ooh. oh god this could be exciting go and get your package tell us what you've got today this is amazing.
0: here we go oh my god it's from my BFF, it's from my best friend Mate. sending me gorge please where's my present? <laughs> uh, nothing's arrived honey from you so you're out <laughs> <The thing. laughs> It's a massage certificate for a whole day of pampering at a day spa. Oh, gosh. Oh, so, yes. Is it from Colin? Correct. So I'm just going to let you go now. I'm going to call Colin because he's obviously way more important than you are. Um, right, back to <laughs> me. What are you talking about? <laughs> you just put it aside. Well, do we want to keep talking about it? I don't think we want to keep talking about it. No one wants to hear any. Well, it's a massage.
1: Well, I do. So is it a massage? Is it, what is
0: it? Um, it's a happy ending massage so I'm very excited about that remember that time in Sydney you and I drove around Sydney trying to find a massage place where we could get a happy ending <laughs> and then we finally found one and you were like no no I can't do this I like you've, you've worked this up for weeks and weeks and we've finally done it I was so prepared Mark was like do whatever you guys need to do <laughs> speaking of patient oh my god he is too much um, oh God! Well, yeah, well, so you just don't follow through. That's the problem. This is why you don't have a husband, babes. It's because we talk about all these things and you just don't follow through. So I think next time we That's catch that, we need to go and have a massage with a happy ending. Also, and do we yet, here that, I am with you. Like, is that kind of considered cheating or what? Like, I wonder what people think about that. Yeah. So I,
1: is a massage with a happy ending cheating? Well, it's interesting. Is is uh, masturbating while you've got a partner cheating? I'd say no. I don't know.
0: God, I am the worst. I mean, <laughs> it, it's once a month, babes. This girl, it's not bloody, uh, what's that, um, something in 40 Days, 40 Days and 40 Nights? That's sure. Anyway, he goes celibate, celibate, abstinent for 40 Days and 40 Nights. It's a great movie and the guy's are really hot. I can't remember who it is, but anyway, at the end, yeah, let's not talk about it. Well, they blow a feather around in the nether regions and they blow a load and it's great. Anyway, this podcast has got
1: Loud, loud, loud. Yeah. Well, it hit there from, from the moment we started. So let's get back to the questions. The second question is, what is it that is driving you to be so uh, you know proactive in the social media space? Is it about the fame, or is it about actually making a difference? Oh,
0: good. It's all about. Or is the there something else, a little early about the fame. <laughs> um, when I was just a little girl, I asked my mother. What will I be? Um, will I be famous? Will I be rich? Well, neither of those things have happened to date, so um, still trying babes uh, I think it started out i didn't I didn't really even know much about Instagram to be honest Mark we were in Hawaii and Mark goes, oh, why don't you set up a um, an Instagram page and I was like, Oh, why? Like, cause he was running Instagram for Edwards and co and he was getting influencers on board to try and grow the brand. I was like, Oh, and he was, you know, apparently it was a bit of a nightmare at the time. <laughs> but go there. Um, so I was like, Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, so he said it could just be like a journey to Frank. I was like, that's such a good idea. But I was more thinking literally having a place to store all the photos and stuff as opposed to amassing followers. Um, and then, yeah, in a short period of space, it kind of grew and, people were really engaged with our life, um, which then the next step was actually changing the way people think, educating people, helping other people see that actually being gay means that you, don't, you can't not have a family um, and actually that you're no different. And then I think that continued to grow as well. And then a lot of people have just started following, which has uh, meant that, yeah, I've got sponsorships and paid campaigns and lots of free stuff. Although in saying that, when I sort of hit the two or 3,000 mark, I was like, oh my God, what is going on? And then all I wanted was a free fridge because I started following these gay guys in America and they got given a free fridge. I was like, this is insane. And I was just so obsessed with getting a free fridge. It was ridiculous. So um, I still don't have a free fridge. So Gorge, I haven't made it. I really haven't made it in the Instagram world. So there's plenty of work to do here, base. But uh, yeah. That, so I'm
1: a bit more... I'm quite interested in this. There's two, there's two questions that come to mind. Number one,
0: what are some of the things that you've got from Instagram? Oh my God. Should we answer that now? Do you want me to answer that now? Yeah, go for it. Babes, I think this year, we got flown to Thailand business class and we had like a two week holiday in the most amazing resorts in Thailand. Like to me, because travel was my jam, that is like the best thing that we possibly could have done. Uh, secondly, we got a massive TV from Sony. It was like $7,000 worth. They sent us a TV. Um, I mean, every other day we get so many amazing opportunities. It's just insane. It is insane. This is a even real life. But it is, babes, you know.
1: <clears throat> but it is your life and it's what you've created, which is pretty cool. Like there's a real element of abundance. However, Gorge, there's probably like a bit of a, controver- a controversial piece that some may or may not agree with, and that is the way that you use Frankie to potentially, you know, promote. So there's two, there's two trains of thoughts. There's the one about education and then there's one about, you know, using him like he's working in a sweatshop.
0: Yeah. Well, Frankie's got a very healthy saving account, um, I must say. And I've actually just invested a whole lot of his money into a um, into Hatch Invest. and. <laughs> Oh, you. <laughs> Just a wee plug there, babe. Hashtag Ad. Um, so, Talk yeah. Thailand, so, <laughs> Sony, and now we're having Hutch. Yep. You asked. You asked, Gorge. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, this has run through my mind and a lot of people, because actually there was a case in the US where, uh, where a child grew up and they sued their, his, their parents um, for a whole lot of stuff when they were a child. Um, and I think it was around social media, putting putting their life on social media. And I was like, wow, that's super interesting. And I actually asked this question on Instagram a while ago around what people thought uh, because I had sort of – my dad's, like, really conservative as well. And he's like, you know, I don't think you should be sharing all of your life on Instagram, uh, on online. Um, you know, it could be dangerous. And I was like – but I never listened to my dad because he's super, super conservative. And um, I guess majority of his advice in the past has never really – um, send me in the right direction if I'm honest so's dad, I love you babes um, but I think yeah there is an element of risk and worry like I actually woke up last night bizarrely I was telling someone about this this morning and I was like fuck is the door locked what if someone sneaks into our house and steals Frankie like um, there's some pretty crazy fuckers out there Uh, and people know where we live, and it's not that hard to find out where we live um, or anything about us, to be honest. I've tried to change, yeah, I've tried to reduce that. We've got security cameras, we check the doors, et cetera, but you just never know. Um, And also, like, there's a whole lot of pedophiles and just absolute creeps online as well. So I guess this year I've tried to reduce photos and images of Frankie like in the bath or whatever else like that whereas previously I'd let him run around naked and you know take photos with him and his cute little bum on like his toys and stuff but um yeah there's a pretty disgusting underbelly so I've definitely stopped um sharing that side of things in case there are I mean I don't know who follows us I don't I don't sort of look into that um to see who's following so it's quite hard to know uh who's out there but yeah it is a little bit scary and it's certainly something I've thought about and Mark and I've discussed But I think when it does come to the benefits of sharing our life with the world and showing people um, to be accepting, to be kind, that actually being LGBTQI doesn't stop you from having a family, Uh, also just helping people, like loads of people in Melbourne, actually recently with the massive lockdown have been messaging me and being like, oh my God, thank you so much for everything you share. You're getting us through the day. You know, it's been really tough. Or people have been saying they've got, had really dark times, not just this year, but previously. They jump on and they watch our videos and it just brings a massive smile to their face. So I think the, the benefits of what we're doing yeah. and providing to people, um, even though, I mean, we don't have to do this, it really does help make it um, a, a really good thing to be doing. Um, so yeah, providing that information entertainment, love, acceptance, all of those things definitely outweigh the risks of potentially um, showing Frankie online and what that may potentially do to his future. Like, I actually don't think there'll be any risks um, when he grows up. Like, I don't think he's going to going to be too concerned about it when he's old enough, and now he does. He's like, no, I don't want to have a photo, like he, he says, and he's like, no, dad, no. Or if I've, if I've got a video on, he's like, no. Um, so then I just stop. I don't do it. Um, sometimes when we're having a photo, I'm like, "Come, just one photo." So he puts a smile on, and then that's it. We we're done. Um, but he's pretty good. So yeah, does that answer your question?
1: Yeah, I think it's good, but it makes me wonder. Gorge, you know, just for those those who are watching, um, the controversial part comes into the benefit that you receive. So the the thing I'm wondering is, while your intent is good mm. and your message is to help others. Would you uh, do that without, you know, some of the,
0: the paid sponsorships and the things that you get in return? Well, the, I guess the discussion around that then is I would have to go back to work. So I'm home with Frankie. I can see him regularly. And I think the benefit of me being around to hang out with him, to take him to swimming, to put him to bed, to be with him during his years means that I can be home and I get paid for doing that. Um, if I wasn't, I'd have to be at work and I'd see him sort of for two hours between five and seven each night before he goes to bed. Um, and we didn't spend all this money and spend years and years trying to have a child uh, just to not see him and have somebody else raise him. So I think big part of that plays into this as well. This is a lifestyle, um, what we're doing, and, and I actually get paid for this. When people also say, oh, you know, you spend a lot of time on your phone or whatever – the alternative is that I'd be at work, so I'd be spending eight or nine hours at work, five days a week. Um, so essentially, it's kind of a job, but I'm doing it at home, and I'm including him. I'm creating memories, and um, and yeah, basically, I've got those in the archives. So I think it's I actually think the benefits of everything, as I said before, <coughs> I don't to do it over um, overtake for sure the the struggles or the the potential harm. Um, that it would take. But yeah, I think all of those things, particularly the income piece, because a lot of people do say, oh, you spend a lot of time on your phone or whatever else, Um, i.e. you. I get that a lot from you when we're hanging out. You do? Mm. And my husband sometimes. He's a little less harsh nowadays after many discussions.
1: Yeah, and I think you get it from me because, you know, when I'm with you, I'm not working. Um, You know, it's really that dedicated time to spend time with you. So the expectation return would be that you don't work either. And
0: that, um, I mean, they they just create moments together. Yeah, that would be great, Gorge. But unfortunately, I couldn't just go offline for five days and not share anything. And to be honest, as most people know, it's a snippet of our life, like literally a minute or two here and there of us at a coffee shop laughing, out drinking, driving at the beach. You know, it's not constantly on. Um, So people need to just know as well that it's just the highlights of our days. Um, It's not 24-7. Uh, which I think, Gorge, you need to understand as well. It's a video here and there, um, and whether you like it or not, I will be posting it. <laughs> and so that, raises oh, that's good, good. that raises a good question though, um, because uh, Frankie's mum, she doesn't like social media. She's gone off all completely, completely off all social media. She's like, she's quite extreme when it comes to um, like her views. She's she's really staunch on everything, vegan, the environment, um, social media, like whatever it is, she's really, really focused on it. So uh, she doesn't want to be included in any social media. She doesn't want any videos or photos of her. Um, And she specifically asked me not to include her um, in any of the videos, which I'm like, okay, cool, that's fine. Uh, You know, people will definitely want to see the interactions with her and Frankie, but again, it's totally her choice. Uh, But it does raise the question sometimes, I'm like, do I... Do I need to ask people before I take videos and photos and upload it to 35,000 people? Because I don't. I generally just do it. Um, if there's people that I don't know, I won't include them um, unless they're in the background and like, what ifs. But definitely with friends and family, you know, what do you think? Would you like me to say, hey, Mike, I'm just going to record this, section, this session or whatever um, if we're having some drinks sort or of out? You know, Mark often will say, look, tonight I don't want to be on Instagram, so can you just not get any videos? And I'm like, okay, cool. Usually when we're at Mardi Gras. Don't know why. Um, so, so, yeah, I think sometimes people will say, but then I think there's other people that wouldn't. Like some friends would just be like, uh. Or, but, but then at that, in that stage, they kind of stay out of view. Or if I've got my phone, maybe they'll just look down or look away. So I, can, I kind of get that, that um, emotional intelligence gorge. But I do mm. it's an important one as well. I wonder how people feel about that. Like if their friends post them on their own Facebook or Instagram page. You know, we used to go out drinking as friends, etc., And people would take 30,000 photos and put them up the next day on Facebook. And you'd be like, oh my God, at least you could untag yourself, I guess. Um, but with this, like stories, it just goes live and then that's it. Um, there's no going back. So that's also something I've thought about.
1: That's good. And what have you
0: decided? just to continue doing it until people tell me not to. I mean, the other thing that particularly with Frankie's mum is she wants me to ask her before anything goes on. So we might be sitting out having a nice dinner or Frankie's in the middle of doing something really funny and I'll just pick up my phone and quickly get him in, in that moment, rather than Frankie doing it, I'm like, oh, hey, is it all right if I just take a video? And then everyone will be like, oh, oh, hang on, gotta get prepared. And then the moment's gone and Frankie's stopped doing whatever was super cute or really funny or whatever. Then it's a super staged moment, it's like, oh yeah, you know, so I think that's when you lose that authenticity because our life isn't just us going, it's me capturing those moments of Frankie running around and being super cute or people engaging with him or interacting. So, yeah, anyway, enough about that. Um, I think if people want to hear more about that, let us know. More than happy to talk about me and everything that I do every day, you know, I mean... It's all about me. About a year ago, two years ago, there's this blog in New Zealand. Um, I don't know what it's called, but my friends... I do love how
1: you've just said, let's stop talking about (laughs) me, and now you're launching into another story.
0: (laughs) George, shut up, bitch. Um, But this is the last one, well, for the next minute or two. Anyway, my friend sent me this piece, and it just had, like, um, basically what they do is they just rip the shit out of bloggers and influencers and stuff, people online. Anyway, this particular person didn't like me, and they're like, oh, don't like this guy. You know he's such a narcissist. I was like, oh, thank you, babe. I'm really pleased that you thought about me. You know that that actually was a, a massive compliment. So cool.
1: yeah, because you're narcissistic, Gorge. You that's what someone. That's what a
0: narcissist <laughs> would do. Correct, Gorge. You've just missed the whole joke. That was my joke.
1: Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. And
0: that's Gorge, um,
1: what do you? Think, what, what's one of your favorite memories? This is my third question of you. Um, uh, let's say the three of us together. Three of us together. I, don't, I think it's important to talk about where Mark fits into this. Who? Mark. <laughs> That's right.
0: Good. Oh, it's just, just about you and I, though. Let's be honest. Um, so I think probably the first outing, after we borrowed your vacuum cleaner and you said that I had a nice bum as I swished down the office in my tight little pants, um, I think that weekend you invited us to go to the nude beach on our very first outing. Um, mm. so you said, oh, shall we go to the beach? And we got there and then... You let us know it was a nude beach and Mark refused to even go down the stairs to the beach. (laughs) It was quite a good memory. Um, A lot of great memories in the summer driving to beaches because that's what we do. Every weekend, we just drive. Even after work, we'd drive to beaches and you'd play the best songs. You'd always have like the gayest anthems and you'd crank it up and Mark and I would be like, who is this queen? And then we'd be (laughs) two minutes later, we'd all be like, yeah, even Mark would be singing along, having a bloody great time. I mean, I think those moments, um, because every time we were drunk, you were like just completely off your tits and you wouldn't remember them anyway. So those memories are gone. When <laughs> like, you're out at a club with us, whenever you go out, you're just like, you're like Stevie Wonder, <laughs> but with your eyes open and you can see what's going on. But it was quite funny, Gorge. It's quite funny.
1: So those, well, when I commit to commit to letting go, I really let go. No, no, she's
0: all go. She's all go, Gorge. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Okay, so that's enough about me. Um, my question's for you, Gorge. Oh, God. I don't really have any. Should we talk about me again? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you've tried to get me
1: into social media. People would know that I've given Dear Husband a bit of a crack. Yeah, it was the true. thing is, as you mentioned, I don't have the staying power or the interest to continue on with something like that. So... Okay. Um, as I get older, I think that it's important to spend less time off, off social media and more time connecting. So what I have been doing recently is uh, deleting my apps. Oh, so I've deleted maybe an app a week for the last couple of, for the last month, what actually.
0: What sort of apps have you been deleting?
1: Like Grindr, Scruff, Tinder, you know, all the dating ones. They just the and as a result ones? of that, I'm now starting to talk to people. So... I actually asked someone out at the gym face-to-face the other day, believe oh, it or not. They would have been shocked. Which was exciting. What oh, they were people?
0: shocked. Were they like, uh, just yeah. message me on Grinder, please?
1: There was, there was this guy who I've been um, seeing at the gym quite frequently and we smile at each other and I was like, okay, this is getting ridiculous. So as he took down, sat down to take a wee break, poor bastard, I went and sat down on the, on the, uh, the bench next to him and I was like, so... Have we met before? Like I was like, oh god, is this something I haven't remembered, or is this a, is a time that we met? And he said, no, 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 no we haven't met before. It's yeah, a time we met.
0: Good, that's a so good we had,
1: one. We had yeah, a we had week.
0: Take notes. Have we met before, or is it time that we met? Oh, I love that. <laughs> that that line.
1: So we had a good chat, and um yeah, I think it was just a different way of doing things. But you feel better because even if nothing comes off, it, it's instant gratification because it feels more real. Yeah, yeah,
0: so that's
1: that. that's where I'm up with social media, and then, you know, I, 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 people may or may
0: not know I've got a it's child, a, so. Yeah, let's reverse, let reverse. So it's just the social media apps that you're deleting, as in, but not even social media, it's just the dating apps. At the moment, yeah. Got yeah, got it, yeah. Yeah,
1: um, I'm, I'm, I've thought about Facebook, but too much of my family life comes up on Facebook as well. So, you know, having a sum with two other people, um, there's things that I miss out on if I'm not, on Facebook, seeing what they're up to. So I make sure I use that as a bit of a timeline, yeah. which is important. But, you know, my shift is probably more like, um Elisa's in a way, in the sense that I want to move away from social media and more to real connections. Yeah. That may just be for now and change in the future, but who knows?
0: Yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, how can you, how are you not making real connections on social media? Is it because you're not talking to them? You're not actually meeting up with these people. You don't know them or, is it just really surface level?
1: Well, the thing is about, I think social media is people will connect, but they don't necessarily connect. Like nothing really eventuates from it. Like I could spend time, I could spend four days talking to someone on Grinder, and then nothing will ever happen, so.
0: That's on you though, like that's no different to you talking to this guy at the gym and nothing ever happening. You guys just chatting and smiling at each other. I mean, you just said to, you've just been smiling for how many months across the gym and nothing happened until you actually took action. So it's about you, right? It's about you taking the action. So if you want to make something happen, then you need to take that next step. It's the same thing on social media. Yes That's and like, no.
1: Okay. I think the thing is with at the gym, I can go and sit right next to him, whereas with social media, that space still sticks between us. So if not he chooses not to engage in the social stories. media
0: space... You can see on his stories where he's at, and you can quickly drive down there and just pop up and be like, oh, hey. Oh, yeah.
1: That's... <laughs> <laughs> Not
0: stalkerish at all. I see Bob's at the gym. I'm just going to whip on down. Oh. Hey, Bob. Hey. Oh, and then oh. next minute he's at the sushi shop downstairs. Oh, I was getting sushi too. Next minute he's at his apartment, and you're just loitering around downstairs. <laughs> hey, oh, hey,
1: hey! I was just popping in. Oh, well, yeah, I think you're really oh, defining boy. the difference between you and I, Gorge <laughs> <laughs> Your commitment well exceeds
0: mine. Well, look, I can teach you a thing or two, honey.
1: And she's worried about security. Now you can tell why. All of your followers should be more worried about security than you should.
0: Uh, Yes. Well, yes, potentially. Okay, that's great. So tell us about your child then. I don't know if you want to use names or, or, like, where we go with that. It's totally up to you.
1: Mm, not sure yet. Let's just, uh, we'll, we'll unpack it a bit. So, I have a, I have a son with two lovely ladies who are amazing Lizard. parents. Ladies and losers. Um, And he starts school next year. He turns five in November, which is exciting. So, um, I can't believe he's five already. I know, it's crazy. Um, and he is just a good little kid. And so, I think our arrangement is that... While um, the girls have full custody, we really believe that each parent plays an equal role in his life. And I contribute as much as I possibly can. So it's really like a three-way relationship in a way that we all are.
0: It's evolved so much as well, because at the beginning, you were literally just the sperm donor with these ladies that you knew from work that had asked you, and uh, it became... Where you would just see them on the odd occasion, maybe every second weekend, kind of thing. Um, and then it evolved into you being known as dad and now seeing him every weekend and him staying at your house uh, and just super, super cute. Like it's amazing how that relationship's evolved. And I think it's potentially, I don't know how you feel, but maybe we in another podcast, we could talk about that relationship, that dynamic as well, the challenges that you've had to overcome as a whānau, as a family, because um, we know obviously in a similar situation um, with our family, we've got different people donating eggs and, and um, being surrogates, etc. what that dynamic looks like. And I'd love to actually drill into this a little bit more because so many people are engaged in these things and they want to take the next step as well and understand what potentially they're getting themselves into um yeah so yeah i think we definitely put that aside for another podcast because and we, maybe we just need to sort of nut out what we want to talk about and what we do and don't want to say um so yeah let's do that i think that's exciting but let's just take a wee step back by the way this podcast is only supposed to be 20 minutes we've literally talked for almost 40 minutes and my zoom recording's about to um Uh, expire because I'm on the free version (laughs) live love laugh Gorge tight ass life don't laugh Gorge because you would have the free version too let's be honest Gorge Uh, of
1: these 40 minutes I think it's been 35
0: minutes of you talking about yourself (laughs) that's the way we like it Gorge this is Christian's podcast featuring some guy that no one knows
1: (laughs) (laughs) which is why you've chosen me because you know that I'm happy to listen to you all day long
0: well if you're not (laughs) goodbye goodbye you are the weakest link (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, just really quickly on this whole baby-making situation Because uh, this is what this podcast is about Where, As we sort of no. said at the beginning We don't want to define ourselves as, as being gays Actually, yeah, as being the gays But more around being I don't think
1: we want to define our market as just being gay people it, It's got to be uh, more broad and um, connected than that
0: Yeah, great Okay, so I remember one morning we went out for breakfast And we used to go to this cute little place down called Tiger Baker what streets that on or used to be on anyway oh
1: God. we were yeah. sitting
0: up at the window there was a bench seat a window and we we're waiting for our you would have had whole grain with poached eggs on toast and that would have been it um, <laughs> maybe with a side of avocado because you got the same thing every time Mike Mike is really consistent that's all I can say persistent and consistent. Yeah. things don't change in Mike's life also probably another reason why uh, hard to find a husband because I don't think you're that malleable. Ah, today we not eggs on toast. Mike's like, oh my god, what am I going to do? I'm going somewhere else. Um, so I think, yeah, good. We can work on this. And this could be a therapy podcast session. I love, it. Mm. I love it. Okay. Anyway, we're at Tiger Baker. We're having a lovely old breakfast and then there must have been a family that walked past with kids and I was like, oh, I just really want to have kids and we started the conversation about having children and whether or not it would be possible. And I was like, yeah, it's definitely going to be possible. And I actually think that planted the seed in your head. And then we started talking about it a little bit more. And then all of a sudden, like a few years later, we'd, I think we'd moved back to New Zealand. And you said, oh, hey, um, I've been asked by these ladies at work um, whether I would want to donate sperm. I was like, what? No, 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 no good. This is my idea. Like, I'm <laughs> the child, not you. Don't you try and get in here first, you bitch. Like, mm-mm. Anyway, there was definitely a bit of jealousy that everything had worked out and you were having a child. I was like, this is fucked. Um, So it really put a firecracker up my ass and really put the pressure on Mark to get cracking. Um, And finally, I managed to peer pressure Mark into it after many, many, many years of um, asking and asking all of our friends and family if they would have our child, who they wouldn't. Rude. Uh, So then, yeah, that was that. Anyway, this has come back to me again, which I love. Um, <laughs> no. anyway. so
1: Gorge I think I think what will be good at, uh, at the end of today's session is for us to consider a question uh, that we need to throw out on the back of today's topics for uh, those that have bothered to listen for this 40 minutes so that we can um, get a bit of uh, feedback
0: love it, ladies and lezers send us your thoughts, your questions your suggestions on what you'd like to hear what you want to hear from us, uh, particularly controversial questions, any topics of conversation, we're here for it and this is the Lads dad's politics Boom,
1: boom. bum bum